The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. So multitask right now. Get your quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. All right, huddle up, huddle up. We're going to crank these engines up on one, on one. All right. Wait, Didi. Wait, it's it. Drivers, start your engine. That was for the NASCAR race yesterday. I'm surprised Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't come in to finish the sentence. Oh, my gosh. Monday morning, you're just going <laughs> to throw an uppercut like that. Just like that. Oh, hey, I, I thought that was pretty good. I liked how he kind of sold that there. Add a little co- football flair. You're such a jerk, but we're good to see you on Monday morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. It's a Monday edition of Pro Football Talk Live on Peacock, NBCSN, Sirius XM 211. And I, I, here's a glimpse of what my life is going to be like this week. On Sky Sports NFL... Our show has been moved, I'm told, from 7 p.m. local time to 10 p.m. local time. So my email inbox, and it's already started. Right. Why did you move? Where did you go? When are you on? Like, we have any control over it whatsoever. They put the show on when they put the show on. Why did they put it on? Is it it because of our potty language and our bad language we're like we're like football after dark now that's what we are maybe maybe, maybe that's it maybe that's it maybe we're, no we're allowed to ready for more. prime time <laughs> yeah well, uh, let's not test that okay out all right today maybe tomorrow uh anyway uh good good job by two i i, I couldn't resist that really was stuff. good though that was, i like how you know that was a good like uh who's the guy michael buffer i mean he kind of made it sound like that like gentlemen yeah, that was pretty good I, a good sell uh, certainly was with a little football flair. Good job by him. You had your week off, and then you were back to work last week for your normal four days. D- d- like, were you, it, it, was that was that difficult for you to work four days last week? Uh, you like working your way back into the yeah. You know, hey, things? work's difficult. You know, I'd like to always be on vacation. That'd have been nice, but no, it was it was good. You know, I I this was a no days off type of week for me because I'm starting my draft stuff. So I really spent the whole weekend watching quarterbacks and really breaking them down. I'm going to release my you know top five quarterback in the draft rankings on Wednesday. Uh, so really spent most of Saturday and Sunday you know, sitting at a desk, watching film, writing notes, and doing all that stuff. Do you get everything fixed with your wires and your <sighs> your issues? No, with, no. Know, I, it's gonna, busting it, things. It's, it's doable. The quality of the film is not good, but big Phil to the rescue – he brought me his little laptop setup to the house on Friday, and it's even better. So, yeah, uh, it, wow. I'll be okay. I should be fixed here by this week, but I'm, I'm good right now, and uh, no worries. But thank you for worrying so about big, me. So, b- big, big Phil cleaning up the mess that was made by little Phil. Yeah, exactly, right? It's, it's yeah. fitting. It's fitting. I'm sure little Phil got some of those rage tendencies from big Phil, so it's good. 
Yeah, and it skipped right over you. Uh, no, it did not. Especially when there's any technical issues in the studio. <laughs> yeah, no, none anybody, of that ever comes out. Well, think about yeah. me with technical issues at my house when there's oh. you know no you know no strangers around. It's just my family. I'm I'm a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into it. What Do we it. need to know on this Monday morning. It's something we talked about last week, and there there was a video that popped up on Saturday that seemed to breathe life into this idea that Drew Brees, who has still not announced his retirement, even though it was expected weeks ago by the Saints, maybe he won't be retiring. A trainer posted this video to social media late last week. Take a look, have a listen, and ask yourself, does Drew Brees look like somebody who's just trying to get a little exercise in, or is he preparing for something more significant than just staying in shape? I don't know where he's going. Let's go. Time is on. Go. Where are we going, Maui? Come on, Tim. To the black and back, Drew. To the black. The black, Drew. Drew to the black. Drew. What is he doing? Drew. What is he doing? He said to the street. Drew. What are you doing? Okay, he's never done that. Let's hurry up! Don't know what he's doing. DB, come on! What? Oh my god! I'm not sure what he's doing. Never quite been done before. He needed a challenge. I said black and back. Woo! Time. That's a new record because it's never been done before. <laughs> Did you notice this? Something must be brewing. Yes. That was placed over the video. Right. And, and I can't figure out quite what it is that's never been done before. I've seen guys push sleds before for more than 50 seconds. So I, it, it all felt a little too hokey from the guy who was providing the narration. But still, Drew Brees not looking like a guy who is fading quietly into the night, Chris. No, definitely. Well, and definitely not. Um, I think what he was talking about. If that's about even him, I think that's him. The hair, for some reason, looked a little different to me. But, but if that, we have to be sure that was him. But but we're 99.9% .9 confident that it is. You're on fire today, huh? I mean, what what, what did you eat this morning, okay? But, Nothing. But either Toast. way. Him, well, I think what first off when he's talking about he's never done that before. He was supposed to stop where like it the the the, the hill starts to go down and then turn around and right. come back. So right. he went above and beyond. But of course, yes, they obviously made the video and all the you know graphics after the video. So there was some intent there, something I don't know. But that those exercises, I mean, they don't get any harder than that. Drew Brees, phenomenal right. athlete, all that. I don't think you're doing that type of exercise just to look good at the beach, you know, in California later that day, just so you look good in your bathing suit or anything like that. That's a that's a drill you do that you're going, I, I need to be explosive. I need to still be fast and twitchy and strong and have good endurance, which is all football-based stuff. So, I mean, I hear you, Mike. I'm with you. That, that to me, sounds like a guy and looks like a guy that thinks he's still going to play football next year. And uh, that's what's weird about it, because I didn't expect him to be trying to play football, and I don't think the Saints did either. Is it possible that this entire narrative that Drew Brees is done after 2020 was hatched by the Saints in an effort to kind of speak it into existence, and that Brees never really intended and still doesn't intend to walk away. And if anything, the fact that he feels like he's being nudged is making him more determined to come back. Is that possible? I 100% think that's the reason. I really do. A man like Drew Brees, everything we know about him to this point, I think he's going like, screw you, you know, Sean Payton, anybody else, Mickey Loomis, whatever. I'm going to go out on my own terms. I, I mean, I, I do think he's probably – you know, was a little offended by maybe some of the cryptic language Sean Payton used before the season started last year. And then, you know, of course, when Sean Payton was on the show with us saying all of those type of things. So that's where it's going to get dicey here. And they've already put themselves out in the limb already with, with Mickey Loomis's comment to say if Drew wants to come out, come back, 
you know, he's coming back. So now they're kind of boxed into a corner, and that's where I think it's going to get interesting, and I don't know where this exactly goes. Four weeks ago Wednesday, Peyton told us that they expect an announcement within a week to a week and a half from Breeze, and it was after their playoff-ending loss to the Buccaneers that Peyton was asked about Drew Brees retiring, and he said that's a topic for another press conference, which told us everything we needed to know. And that same day, Jay Glazer reported on Fox that Brees is done when the season's over. So, again, how much of this is Saints-driven? How much of it is Brees-driven? How much of it is Brees was intending to retire, Chris, but then he saw what older man Tom Brady did at 43 – beating the Saints in the playoffs after the Saints swept the Buccaneers in the regular season, winning the Super Bowl. The team that the Saints beat 38-3 to won the Super Bowl. How do you not, if you're Drew Brees, convince yourself that I have to try it again? I will regret it the rest of my life if I don't try it again because I will always think in 2021 – we could have gotten back to the top of the mountain. Well, I know that's how I would feel. I know. Well, the problem is, is he gonna he's gonna feel like that after 2022, and then he's gonna feel like that after 2023. And you know, first off, we don't know where did the Jay Glazier report come from. We don't know where he got I'll it from. It if up. he well, didn't, you know, well, if he didn't get it from Drew Brees, then Drew Brees is gonna be pissed off about that too. To add to the list of the other things we've already mentioned, I think also, you know, the Tom Brady point you make. I think probably puts a little fuel into that fire. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I mean, as a ex-competitor, and I'm not trying to compare myself to Brady or Breeze or anything like that, but I can certainly, you know, put myself in their shoes as far as that standpoint. And a guy that he's kind of competed against his whole career, college, NFL, and he sees him doing these type of things. But, but there's a big, big but. There is a much difference, big difference, in Tom Brady at this point of his career compared to Drew Brees. Yes, Drew, you know, Tom Brady at the end in New England, you know, we, we still saw talent. We just went, he can't carry the team anymore. It's not that anymore. But as we saw, if you put talent around him, he and, and you get him in the right circumstance. He can really be awesome still. That's not, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I, but I don't think that's the case with Drew Brees. I don't. You know, there is issues in his game. There's major flaws, and it shows on their team, and especially in big games in the playoffs against better defenses and things like that. All, let alone, let's not forget, they don't struggle when he's not there. All they do is win football games when he's not there. And we know, again, like we talked about a little last week, yes, his arm's never been one of the great arms ever. But his arm was always good enough to where he could scare you with the deep ball and certain throws. It, it, there's too many games now where it, it's forget the deep throws. It's can he can he consistently make 20 yard throws and scare defenses that way and, you know, drive a ball into tight coverage, man to man coverage and do that. Oh, here's a window. Can he drive the ball into that window? You know, yeah. OK, maybe he can get away with it with the the weak, the less than in the NFL as far as those defenses are concerned. But when it comes to the upper echelons of teams in football, a.k.a. the playoffs and those playoff defenses, we've seen those flaws kind of rise to the top. And uh, that's where it's a whole different story to me, at least in my opinion, compared to Tom Brady at, 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 his, at the, their points of their careers. Yeah, look, I, uh, I don't know where this goes, Mike. This, I, I don't know. I mean, just my heart of heart says the Saints, like you said, were thinking about life after Drew and let's move on and let's do those things. And now, and I, and it seems like they fully expect it. I don't think Mickey Loomis makes that comment unless he expects Drew Brees to retire. I really don't. I think he said that to be gracious to the fans and be like, Hey, yeah, we're not pushing them out the door. 
You know, no, he was, it's you're right. It's when you have it's when you have relatives visiting and you tell them stay as long as you like. Yeah, exactly. Wait till they get exactly. the hell out. Yeah, stay. Well, we love you and you're here all week. We love it. And you're really, you know, going to your wife going, I mean, wasn't three nights enough? I mean, how many nights <laughs> do they need? <laughs> um, boy, you sound like somebody who's been there. <laughs> I have. So, uh, but I'm tempted to push it even farther, but I won't because that's a door that swings both ways. All right. Um, <laughs> here, here, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, the the one thing that continues to make me think he's done is the idea that he dropped his salary from twenty five million down to the minimum of one point oh seven five million with nothing else to make that money back up, which to me was the the final nail. Mm-hmm. That's it. He's done. He's giving up twenty four point nine two five million dollars. Period. It's gone. But now I'm starting to think this is. Uh, Power when play. he says I'm I'm ready to come back and I'm only making 1.075 million and look at how low my cap charge is this year, I it it really makes me wonder: is there some sort of broader back and forth here where he he wants them to tell him to go away? That that. And whether he intends to play or not, and maybe he genuinely wants to play, but there, there's a another category here of, for whatever reason, he wants them to tell him to go away. He doesn't want to be the one to go, which makes no sense. No. Because he's 41. There's no shame in retiring. It's not like he's quitting on New Orleans. Everyone's expecting it. So I, I disregard that. I think if this thing goes against what we thought and it already is it already is against what we thought or at least what sean payton thought we're almost four weeks removed from payton telling us they're a week or a week and a half away from an announcement the only logical conclusion becomes he's seriously considering coming back that's the only logical conclusion i don't he doesn't he's never seemed like a guy who needs the attention right is he getting any enjoyment out of the fact that we've spent the first 15 minutes of today's show talking about whether or not Drew Brees is actually retired. I, I, with all he's accomplished in his life and all the things he will accomplish going forward, he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who would be that vain that he would want us to be speculating on whether or not he's going to keep playing. I don't believe that. So all I can believe is he's seriously thinking about playing. I I, I, I hear you. I think, I, I think he's seriously thinking about playing too. And I think there's another aspect that you, you, know, you kind of hit on, or at least it jumps out to me at least, you know, stars can lose reality. I, 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 stars can lose track of reality. They, they really can. You know, again, he is a guy that has overcome tremendous obstacles his whole life, and he's been a star, and he's the man. I mean, he's the man. He really does. I mean, we, you know, I don't know. We might be working with him next year. I hope he doesn't beat me up when he gets here. Okay, but either way, you know. He, yeah, you're like he might, uh, but but even- he might, and I'll stand and watch. I'll have the popcorn. <laughs> okay, yeah, get, I don't have your back. Get, okay. When it's quarterback versus quarterback, I'm getting the hell out yep. of the way. I saw what he did to that sled. Yeah, sorry, yep. I'm gone. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I know. So don't get involved. That's quarterback stuff. But I do think stars can lose sight of reality and where they are as far as the player and where they are at this aspect of this career. Listen, I can go back to Kobe Bryant, RIP Kobe Bryant, one of the greatest basketball players I've ever seen. I can remember at the end of his career, he's he's on the practice, uh, or, or the ESPN ranked him as the 37th best basketball player in the NBA. And he kind of scoffed at it like it was ridiculous. And, it, and you know, I'm you know me, I'm an NBA watcher. I was like, man, they were kind of being kind by putting you at 37, I thought. I mean... But he didn't think that. He still thought like that's crazy. I'm, you know, he was. I'm top twenty. I'm top twenty-five, and I don't like saying that about Kobe Bryant or anything like that. But I just use that as a reference point to show that, you know, that that these guys they are who they are because they're so stubborn in their brain and they do believe in their ability to perform and be great and do those things. And within that, you can lose sight of reality of where you actually are. Uh, as a player, and I think maybe the Saints might have to have that conversation with Drew Brees at some point. I, I, I do. I think we're getting to that point where they might have to 
at least from my standpoint, keep it real. Last thing I'll say here, or no, that's it for now. You I'm picturing, but that? you know what yeah. though? I, I'm picturing Sean Payton with you know his big monitor up and the clicker, and just showing him twenty different plays, and and comparing five years ago to now, same play. Drew, look at how you threw it in 2015. Look at how you threw it last year. Here, yeah. let's look at the next one. Look at how you threw it then. Look at how you throw it now. Right. Drew, I'm just telling you, it ain't going to get any better if you if you come back in 2021. You got to ask yourself, is this what you want to do? Is this how you want to go out? Is this how you want to be remembered? I mean, that's a tough conversation. It's tough. For, for, for Breeze and Peyton to have, but... I don't, is it going to come to that? It may have to come to that. Well, and, and, and to what you just said right there, like look at this play compared to that play four years ago. He'll be able to go, look, I haven't been able to call this play in four years. I can't call this play that we called four years ago because I, I, I don't think it's capable of, you know, being executed at this point in your career. Other thing here, too. And again, it's Drew Brees' legend. I mean, first ballot Hall of Famer. I understand that. I never feel proud saying these type of things because, you know, I, 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 I just, I've been around quarterbacks my whole life. But we saw them win games this year with Taysom Hill. They lost, what, one, one game with him? They're just the, it was it yes. just, right? Last year, they went 5-0 and with Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is being back relegated to career backup. I mean, he they're done with him in Carolina. He's he's not a like a special starter or anything, and he was able to go five and zero against some pretty damn good teams that year too. It wasn't like he beat like a bunch of cupcakes. They went up to the Seattle and beat the Seahawks in Seattle. You know they beat the Bucks. They beat a few other teams. So uh, you know th- th- there's something to be said there too, just as far as where Drew is at. So I don't know, but uh, I, I think the Saints and them are, are, are Drew, Sean Payton and company are going to have to have a pretty heart-to-heart conversation here, keep it real and, and get things figured out. Complicating matters for everyone involved. A story that broke after Chris's last workday on Thursday. We spent a lot of time talking about it. Thursday, PFT PM, Friday, PFT Live, and Friday's PFT PM. Russell Wilson's four-team wish list, as provided by his agent, Mark Rogers, on the record, Cowboys, Bears, Raiders, and Saints, the teams to which Russell Wilson would accept a trade. That makes it interesting if Drew Brees is thinking about playing again. And Drew Brees may be upset, to say the least, with the idea that Russell Wilson is sniffing around a job that isn't open yet. Right. And then, Chris, it gets complicated by this that emerged on Saturday. New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell making an unabashed pitch for Russell Wilson to come to New Orleans. Here it is. I've heard the rumors now. And I want to make sure that you understand that the city of New Orleans is a place for you and your beautiful family. I'm Latoya Cantrell, mayor of the city of New Orleans, and I know, Mr. Wilson, that you will be a great addition to the New Orleans Saints. And more importantly, I can see us in that number winning that Super Bowl championship once again. And what else I can see? The Mrs. Sierra Wilson herself on that main stage during the historical Essence Festival. Just wanted to stop in to let you know that we not only admire you, we, we want you. Love you, man. Love Sierra. Love your beautiful family. The culture of the city of New Orleans awaits you. Drew Brees hasn't even retired yet. I know. He is synonymous with New Orleans. Are you kidding me? And now uh, Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin chimes in. Uh, I love you, Mayor, but keep your eyes off Russell Wilson. His home is Seattle. Yeah, and, and none of none of this matters. None of this matters because Russell's already sold on New Orleans. It's one of the four teams he's identified. We'll talk about those four teams more in a minute. But th- th- this whole Russell Wilson interested in the Saints, Breeze hasn't retired. I, it's becoming Shakespearean. It, it, well, it, I, I would like to like, and maybe somebody from New Orleans can can comment to us during the show, but 
I, I don't know what the news cycle is down there, but maybe they're in the same boat. We, I don't think it's a shot at Drew Brees. I think everybody expected it to be it for Drew Brees. And I, I'm sure they felt like he's going to retire down there too. I don't know what the local media has, has been saying about, you know, Drew Brees at the end of the season and those type of things, but I'm sure they've been led to believe that this was kind of it as well. So uh, it, it, I mean, it's, it's weird that the mayor is getting involved in all that and Hey, Russell Wilson would of course be awesome in that offense. Anybody's going to be awesome in that offense with Sean Payton, let alone, you know, Russell Wilson at this point of his career, you know, the problem with that is, you know, I, what are the, what are the Seahawks going to get back? You know, that, that's, that's going to be the interesting thing. Are they going to trade a Taysom Hill and Jason, Jameis Winston up there? I don't, I don't know. Well, that can't trade Jameis Winston because he's a free agent. I mean, but, Taysom but, but Hill, before, yeah. Before we, yeah. But you could trade Taysom Hill yeah. plus draft picks plus whoever. I, I'll, t I'll tell you what I think about that in a, in a minute. But okay. let me just say this. Yeah. When you think about how widespread this belief is that Drew Brees is retiring, you know, the toothpaste is completely out of the tube and he just kind of stood there and watched it spray. Like at some point you've got to say, hey, I, right. no, I, I may come back. I don't know where all this is coming from, yeah. folks, but I may come back. He has not behaved like a guy until the past couple of weeks that that is thinking about playing football. So one of the reasons we're at this point where everyone assumes he's done is everyone has articulated that assumption and he said nothing, nothing to push back against it until very recently. He still hasn't said anything. Yeah, right. It's just the silence coupled with the workout video has people wondering what really is going on. All right, let's pivot now okay. to this Russell Wilson thing. And we'll start with the Saints because, as I said, Agent Mark Rogers identifying four teams for whom Russell Wilson would accept a trade, although he isn't requesting a trade and he wants to stay with Seattle. There are four other teams for which he would play, which is the fanciest way I've ever seen of a guy asking to be traded. So, Saints, you mentioned Taysom Hill. You could throw – because the Seahawks need a quarterback. They right. need a quarterback somewhere, exactly. somehow. The easiest way to get one right. is from the team you do the trade with. Right. Taysom Hill, What setting aside whatever else it would take, what would you think about Taysom Hill in Seattle as the starting quarterback? I, I think that it, it could be doable, especially with what they got up there now as the offensive coordinator, right? And a guy that came from the McVay system. First off, there'll be a lot of carryover from Sean Payton's offense to that offense. You know, McVay, what he does, John Gruden, all of that stuff. Yeah, the language is going to be a little different, but it's really the same rules. And it's, you know, like I've always told you, you know, this means bangle. Now it means lion. It's, it's going to be very easy transition for Taysom Hill to make it make it if he has to go up there and, and be a part of that offense. Definitely. It's definitely doable. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, the big thing is, and I think the thing that I come back to is, you know, it. it I really think the Seahawks want to get rid of R Russell Wilson. Like, they, they have had it. I really believe that. And I, I have people in league circles that kind of lead me to believe that as well. But at the same time, the thing I keep coming back to is he is the best player on their team. And Pete Carroll is getting up there in years. And their team, you know, is good. But I, I don't think... You know, I I don't think they're going to – they're not great without Russell Wilson. Not with the state of their defense, the state of their running game. You know, he is the team. So are they willing to go, okay, forget it, we'll abandon ship for the year and try to restructure and reorganize and go with a Taysom Hill or something like that? Mike, and then the other aspect of it is, and, and you know – Maybe the Saints come to the, I mean, the Seahawks come to the realization and go, we you know what, our team, we're not going to win the Super Bowl no matter what this year, anyways. We're not going to do it. We're just not good enough. Yeah, we might get back in the playoffs and do all that, but we're not good enough to win the Super Bowl and do that. And maybe from that standpoint, they just go, hey, the hell with it. Let's get rid of them. Let's get rid of them now and start trying to maybe build for winning the Super Bowl two and three years from now. And those are the two angles I look at, and I can't figure out which one you think is the better angle or the better approach for them. I think once you view his departure as an inevitability, yeah. and I believe it is, and I right. believe that for a while. You have, I've Mike. said it in, in the past. People are like, oh, you're crazy. Yeah. Shut up. I know, at some point, the rubber meets the road when Mark Rogers 
makes a financial demand that the Seahawks laugh at. And I think they've been close to it. $35 million a year, that was about as close as you're going to get to the Seahawks saying, no, 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 no. And next time it's going to be $45 million right. a year right. or more. So it's better to get what you can while you can before it becomes so obvious he's leaving that you hurt your leverage because no one believes you're keeping him. That's the difference. If it goes one more year and it doesn't work, you're right. they're almost in a Carson Wentz situation where they don't have the leverage. Yeah. For now, they do if they can get one or more of these four teams to start making real offers and then they just ask themselves – if, if this Band-Aid is going to get removed eventually, do we peel it off over the next couple of years or do we just tear it off right now and move on? Yeah. I, I mean, and, you know, the way you stated there, I, you know, there's a part of me that thinks maybe you do just tear it off right now and move on. But the big caveat, as you'd mentioned, is they got to get a quarterback back right now. And that's why, okay, the Saints, you know, I don't know how they feel about Taysom Hill. Of course, it's... It's a great unknown. At least we have film this year, and I do think he could fit Pete Carroll football with Taysom Hill at quarterback. I mean, he could fit that style of football. There is no doubt about it. In fact, I think Pete would probably like it instead of having to try to be, you know, and, you know, let Russ cook and all of that. So, you know, that makes sense. Hey, the Dallas Cowboys, that makes sense if you want to trade Dak Prescott up there because to me also. You can't. You can't trade. You uh, can't. You, you can't because you, you because he's going to be a free agent. Right. They'd have to apply the franchise tag at $37.68 million. He'd have to sign it, and then they'd have to trade him to Seattle on a one-year $37.68 right. million deal. And the only guarantee you have beyond this year is you can tag him again at $54.25 Yeah, which is not going to happen. So I don't think he's part of a Dallas trade package. I think if the Cowboys would make that move, yeah. and I haven't seen any indication to suggest they will, right. you just let Dak Prescott walk away as a free agent and get a compensatory draft pick next year well, for well, 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 why? I mean, uh, they could work out a trade deal to say, I mean, Dak Prescott might go, you know, I've had enough of hit here anyways. I let's do. I'll I'll sign a long term deal now. Like your your point is real because again, you know, to what you're saying, Russell Wilson, if they trade him, is going to count tremendous money against the salary cap for the Seahawks, anyways. Thirty nine million if it's before June one. Right. So they'll split that up. But then okay, now you're paying you know somebody like Dak Prescott a thirty five, thirty eight million dollar a year average too. Even if you figure out a long term deal, I don't know if that's doable. Uh, I don't, but you know, and and and, they, and no, no team other than the Cowboys has any idea how the ankle is. That's the other problem. That is the, the other problem. No, no doubt. No one else knows. I agree. No one else knows. But I get and the I don't sense the Cowboys coming don't in and love taking Prescott. an X-ray. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I I just don't get the sense. You know, again, reading between the lines and the tea leaves and everything like that, I don't get the sense that, I, I again that the Cowboys are all that in love with Dak Prescott either. I think they like him a lot. I just don't think they love him, love him. That's what it looks like to me as a guy who follows football on the outside and I look at every Jerry Jones comment and things like that. So I do find that intriguing, you know, but you're right. There's a lot of obstacles there. And then the other ones, you know, the Bears, I, that's one I, I just, I, I don't know how that happens. I mean, who are they going to get back at quarterback? You know, that, that one, and I would also go to Russell Wilson. Are you sure you want to go there and be a part of that offense and everything? You know that 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 would that would scare me. You you think it's you're the not same offense that Kansas City uses for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean it, he wants to be Mahomes. I know, but Isn't it's that not. the inescapable conclusion from what we've yes. seen over the past several weeks. He wants to be Patrick Mahomes, and the Seahawks aren't letting him be Patrick Mahomes. A hundred percent, and that's Russell Wilson always has that in his defense to go. Listen, I'm the best player in the team, and they've never really done anything to just make me the guy and really support me that way. I, I can really sit here and say that and. That, that, that he does have that aspect of it. And you're right. I, I know from people he's talked to and said, it is about that. It is he wants to be in that Mahomes type of offense and all that. But I've seen nothing to this point to make me think, you know, Matt Nagy and that, that staff right now is Kansas City or Andy Reid or Eric Bieniemy. nor do they have – Because the, they, don't have, they don't have a quarterback. Well, okay, but I still don't see enough a, a genuine – you know, creativity on the offensive side of the ball. You know, there's a lot of a lot of teams out there making chicken salad out of chicken you-know-what. And I, that's where I would just question that, at least from the Russell Wilson standpoint. I understand Chicago wanted them for sure. 
Well, and then the question becomes, what would it take? Because you can't send a quarterback to Seattle. They'd have to find their quarterback somewhere else. Yes. So Khalil Mack and a couple of ones, Probably. would that do it? Right. I I know, but you're right. They There's gave a up a couple issue. of ones to get Khalil Mack. Yes, I, I, I know. So that that's another you know, interesting discussion, certainly. I mean, the Bears are thirsty for a quarterback. We know that. There's no doubt about that. And, yeah, Russell Wilson goes there. Even though I don't love the offense and all that, you know they're going to go all in on him. They will go all in on him, and he might like that aspect too. One team we haven't mentioned. Yeah. That has a quarterback that could be sent to yeah, Seattle. Yeah, let's go there. By the name of Derek Carr. Right. Your guy, John Gruden. Yeah. Beyond the fact, as I've said before, that he would be able to look eye-to-eye -eye with his quarterback without getting on his tiptoes or his Whoa, steps. Whoa, okay. Strike three what for the low John... blows today by you. <laughs> Strike would... three. <laughs> what would John Gruden see in Russell Wilson? How would that work in your opinion? Oh, well, listen. John Gruden would drool over Russell Wilson. I, that, that would be my belief. He would. He just... He loves those type of players, the guys that, you know, can make plays off schedule where he doesn't feel like he's always got to be exactly right with his play call. Listen, every, who wouldn't like Russell Wilson? There's not going to be anybody that doesn't like him. The thing I just would say there, you know, and again, this isn't the biggest obstacle in the world, but Derek Carr played really, really good football this year. He really did. I, I, you got to give him that. And... I also know Gruden the psycho. He's finally got his robot wired. I mean, you could tell. Derek Carr has got the offense down. I mean, he is – there's John Gruden, and then there's Derek Carr as far as knowledge of that offense. They are like he, – he is a mini Gruden as far as how his mind's working. I, Gruden's got him wired. Does Gruden want to go back to the lab and rewire another guy – you know, and again, he doesn't have to rewire maybe quite to the capacity of Derek Carr because Russell Wilson's going to be able to do things and make plays that Derek Carr can't. But uh, that, those are just things that jump to my mind, you know, as, as we sit here and talk about this. Isn't it horribly bad form, though? Even though Wilson didn't do it directly, the Raiders have a quarterback. And there was talk last week of Derek Carr possibly getting an extension at I some know. point down the road. I know. Isn't it bad form for a quarterback with another team to openly – say I would take a trade to this team that has entrenched a guy who some would say is on the fringes of the top 10. Hey, bold moves take bold moves. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, if Tom Brady can go, hey, you and me were friends last year, right, Jimmy Garoppolo, but I'd like to go to your team and win there, win there and take your job. That's cool. We We know he also was in the New Orleans conversation. He was going to do that to Drew Brees. So that just tells you, and if Drew didn't sign his contract last year, it sounded like there was a good chance Brady was going to be in major play for New Orleans last year. So with all of that, you know, I think Russell Wilson's looking at it and going, okay, you know, I can't make everybody happy. It's not personal to those guys. It's not. That's where you do learn that as an NFL football player. It's, hey, I'm just trying to take care of my business, and I want to get out of here, and these are places I like. It's not personal to you, and it's not up to me whether they like me or you better it's up to your coaches and uh, you know I don't think I mean yeah Derek Carr's probably like oh this bastard would he shut up talking about it? and I'm sure some other guys are saying that too but uh it, it's not personal and I think a guy like Derek Carr could realize that well there are plenty of players out there that want Russell Wilson Michael Thomas would love to have Russell Wilson in New Orleans he took to Twitter to make that pitch there's Michael Thomas and Russell Wilson at the Pro Bowl. And Whoa. remember this, after Whoa. the Saints lost to the Buccaneers, Carlton Davis, the Tampa Bay defensive back, was taking shots at Michael Thomas and referring to him as slant boy because it's just quick slant after quick slant for right. Thomas to pad stats in the opinion of Davis. Thomas at the time tweeted that defensive backs know the quarterback can't throw deep. They're going to play aggressive underneath with safety help over the top. So that was regarded by some as a little shade at the outgoing quarterback who it may was. not be outgoing. And that's shade, and, too, right there. That's as yeah. shade as it gets. I, that's literally yeah. like, hey, hey, I'd like you to be the quarterback. No, no, no guarantee Michael Thomas is even going to be back in no, New Orleans. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he lands in Jacksonville with his college Maybe coach. Maybe he's part of the Meyer. trade. That's, that's a different transaction. Well, if you if, see, I could see back to the Saints. Yeah. They've got so much major surgery they have to do to the roster to get under the salary cap. I said on Friday what the Saints should say to Seattle is, just tell us who you want. Tell us who you want because there's a chance that 
some of the guys Seattle asks for are guys that the Saints are thinking about dumping anyway. So, uh, fine, you want fine. We were going to cut that guy. Fine, right. take him. You can right. have him. You can have him. You can have him. You can have him. You want him? Fine. We'll do a Herschel Walker trade because it was going to be an exodus of as many guys as the Vikings traded to get Herschel Walker to get under the cap. So yeah, take those guys. So that's how I would play it if I was the Saints. Yeah, call up the Seahawks and say, "You tell us what you want. You write your ticket, and we'll tell you whether or not we can do it." Yeah, I I I, I don't doubt that either. And you know, it's it's Sean Payton and that offense. We've seen it. It it you know. Move the quarterback. Oh, quarterback still wins and has good stats. You know, oh, Michael Thomas isn't in there. Hey, the offense is still damn good, and it's one of the best. You know, they're, they're, it, Sean Payton's got to go. Like, I, I can make it work with anybody. Yeah, Michael Thomas is a real damn good player, but I, I was doing pretty good on the offensive side of the ball before Michael Thomas ever got here. I mean, Marquise Colston was the guy before him. Marquise Colston's not Michael Thomas, certainly not. But he was damn good in that same role, coming out of Hofstra and out of nowhere. So I, I would believe that there's a belief in the Saints and Sean Payton that he could get it done with, with guys that are lesser than Michael Thomas if he gets the right quarterback in there. Can you imagine what the Saints offense would be? Nothing against Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, Drew Brees, anyone else. Can you imagine Payton and Russell Wilson? With the way Peyton is always concocting ideas and plays, when you have a quarterback who can do everything, yeah, can you imagine what that Saints offense would look like? Yeah, well, it's it, it would be there the, the, there would be no limit to what they could do. There'd be no limit. Now, Peyton would have to break some habits of Russell Wilson a little bit. You know, Russell Wilson. Hey, the sack thing we've talked about. You know, again, some of the a lot of those are on Russell Wilson. I mean, Russell Wilson is the king of, hey, there's a guy right there for six yards. Ah, I don't like it, or I'm looking at the rush, and now let me wait and make something else happen. He does do that. But I do believe a guy like Sean Payton could break him of that type of habit. And within that, you know, people forget this too. Russell Wilson was in an offense a lot of years too where you'd go, there, there wasn't people open all the time. So he is a little scarred at times. He's just going, he had to play a game of, wait, nobody's open. I'm not going to fit in that in there. Let's not worth it. Let me dance around and find something better or easier to make the throw and completion. With a guy like Sean Payton, he's going to explain it and show it and go, listen, don't just trust me. This guy's going to be open. Listen to what I say. I've been doing this for the last 20 years with you know guys that aren't as physically as talented as you. And we hit that all the time. And he'll be able to, I think, break him of those issues that Russell Wilson has too. Russell Wilson goes into that category like I, we've talked about other quarterbacks. He doesn't even know what he doesn't know. He's going to go to Sean Payton and go, damn, that, that's what you got. That's how you read that play. That's when you called it. I've been wondering how you get that guy open all the time. I've been wondering. And he's going to realize that he hasn't been taught some of those tricks that Drew Brees had at his disposal and those type of things. Hey, I, I, I'm with LaToya Cantrell. Get Russell to New Orleans once Drew Brees announces his retirement. Let's let's try to line this up yeah. so we're respectful to a guy who's one of the best quarterbacks of all That's time. Right. But again, hey, I think it's at the point where he's got to say something. I, I don't think he can continue to be quiet. It's conspicuous at this point. Yeah. And the longer it goes, the louder the silence becomes. So uh, we're going to lapse into silence here for a couple of minutes we have an exercise we're going to conduct when we return with all this quarterback chaos and a lot of it is is tom brady's fault frankly how many teams are going to have the same quarterback that they currently have four years from now the final numbers may stun you because i have a feeling they're going to stun us once we go through it team by team we'll do right. that next on pft live the south dakota stories volume seven my trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. All right, they don't think we can do this in one segment. We think we can. Identification of quarterbacks who will be with their teams in four years. By the way, here are the week one New England quarterback odds as provided by Pointsbook. Marcus Mariota, plus 325. He's not even on the roster. He'd have to be traded by the Raiders and Cam Newton. Jimmy G, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jared Stidham, yada, yada. My money's yada. on Derek Newton. Carr's on there. Why the hell is Derek Carr on that list? All right. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. So let's look at the AFC East, and we don't have to go team by team. Other than Josh Allen with the Bills, is there another team that you can identify whose current quarterback will be there four years from now with certainty? No, no, there's not. I mean, I think Tua has to have a really great year if he makes it to being the starting quarterback this year for him to do that. So, no, that's it. Josh Allen's the only one I'm putting my name to there. Yeah. Now, the next division yeah. AFC North right is there anyone other than Joe Burrow that you believe will be on his current team four years from now with certainty I think Lamar I'm gonna say with certainty I am I Baker I think is teetering on that but you're right with certainty I'm not gonna say so I'm gonna say Burrow and Lamar for certain Baker is you know on the edge I was on radio in Cleveland one day last week, and they asked about extending Baker. It's like, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. No, don't do not do it because we saw how quickly it can turn. So I'm saying Burrow and only Burrow because I can't say it with certainty with Lamar Jackson because of the way he plays. I can't say with certainty he's going to be the guy in four years. He could break down between now and then. Okay, but he hasn't They could decide to move on. Okay. I know, right. I know, but he all still right. could. I can't say it with certainty. I got to disagree with you on that okay, one. All fine. right. AFC South. Negative. None of them. I mean, none of them. None, none of them. them. Yeah. The only one you even look at to go maybe is Tannehill if he just continues to what he's doing right now. But you're right. I, I can't. For certainty, no. Tannehill looks like he's on the trajectory to do that. But I, with certainty, I don't know yet. No. And the Jaguars don't have Trevor Lawrence yet. We assume that they'll draft him. But it's not happened yet. They could still trade down or decide they, they want Zach Wilson instead. Anything can happen. So once they get Lawrence, yeah, but for now, no one in the AFC South. AFC West, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, that's it as far as I can see it. That, that, I'm, I'm with you there as well. I, I think Derek Carr needs another real good damn year here to solidify himself to get you know that four-year mark. So it was certainly Mahomes and Herbert for sure. NFC East, I'm going to say none, and not just because – all teams were below 500 this year, but I can't find one of those guys where I would say four years from now, he definitely will be the starter. I agreed, 100%. Dak's the only guy right now that you look at and go, that could be, but we don't know where the hell that's going right now. So that's that's all there is to that division. You're right. He's on the Kirk Cousins track, and he'll be an unrestricted free agent next year unless they get him to sign a long-term deal. And to do that, they have to get him to, to trade in that that franchise tag, I'll take the 37.68, bet on myself and become a free agent next year. That may be what he's thinking. AFC North, NFC North, excuse me, NFC North. Aaron Rodgers didn't play in four more years, is he? I can't say it with certainty. He's the only one that's a candidate. Well, I, I would say he would be if they didn't draft Jordan Love. I would say for, I would go, it's who can, this day and age with the rules. And, 37. I know, so what? He's got the greatest arm. You know, it's like Brady. He can be he can be in a wheelchair chair when he's ninety two, and you're gonna still go. Damn, he can spin that thing and throw it. I mean, so, but but the, the love thing. You're right. I so I can say no, none of them. You're right. I can't say any of them for four years. NFC South. Is it another none? I I I think it is. You know. Uh, the Matt Ryan one's interesting. I know they have the number four pick in the draft, and I know a lot of people are putting quarterback to Matt Ryan. I, I don't. I would pump the brakes on that. You know, again, like Matt Ryan's not that old, and we just talked about this day and age right now. I, I don't wouldn't abandon ship yet, but I, four years is is a long time. So I'll, I, I'm with you. I think it's none again. I think it's none. Yeah. With 
new GM and new head coach. I can't say certainty that Matt Ryan's going to be there in four years. He'll be 38, I think, or 39 going on 40 in four years. So, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't uh, either. Close And one. Brady, four years is too, it's too long to – we can't. We can't say four more years, even if he does play four more years. We can't say it with a certainty. And then there's the NFC West, last division. See, we got it done. Four more years. Yeah, thank you. Four, <laughs> four, four more, more years. years. Four more years. Four more years. Yeah. All right. Uh, NFC West, any of the four there? Kyler for sure. You can say certain? I'm saying Kyler for sure. Yeah, I am. I am. I am. Kyler. I'm not ready to say it with certainty. I'm not ready to say it with certainty. Well, why? What happens if they fire Cliff Kingsbury? I, I don't know. I think Kyler Murray's shown enough to me to go, you know, the dude's special. I, I think if they fired him, the next guy's going to go in and go, okay, great. I'll, I'll take him as my quarterback. No problem. Stafford's going to be close, too. I think Stafford will be close. I think I, I'm expecting Stafford to, to kick butt this year and next year. I really think. I think everybody's going to finally see how talented this guy is. That's a close one, but the only one I'll say with certainty is Kyler. All right, we're going to take a closer look at the NFC West top of the hour. I, I love Kyler. I, I just feel like four years is a long time. And the other side of it, if they can't turn this thing around, this is a guy who could go make as much or more money playing baseball. He's still got those skills. I don't rule out Kyler eventually deciding the football is out of my system. I'm going to go somewhere else hey right, yo whoa, whoa. Get out of here your head looks a little scary. smushed what in there the what's the problem that? you can't get that yeah, big a, fat a, head and all a, that hair in that a, helmet huh need a need a bigger helmet all right let's take a break more pft live right now Steelers coach Mike Tomlin typically doesn't say much in the offseason. He recently said via the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, the failure of Eric Bieniemy, Chiefs offensive coordinator, to get a head coaching job. That's a real head scratcher for me, Tomlin said. Every offensive coordinator Andy Reid has had in the last 20 years got a head coaching job. Now Andy has the best offense he's ever had, and Bieniemy can't get a job. That's a common yeah. concern, common theme. We've been and, you saying know, that. Some numbers Numbers came out Friday. The Associated Press had the list of all the interview requests. Eric Bieniemy was requested to be interviewed by all seven of the teams. Now, I don't think the Eagles ever actually interviewed him, but to have that many interviews and not get a bite, that that it's just it's just odd at this point. Yeah, it is. It's odd. There's a problem in the NFL. There's no doubt about that. We know it. You know, nothing looks right about the situation. You know, again, it, it, it Everything you see, the way he handles himself, the way he talks to the team on the sideline, you know, Patrick Mahomes, all the players, it just, it, it just, it all seems, you know, positive, 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 let alone the results on the field have been really damn good too. And uh, no, there's been too many other people that aren't as qualified as him that got jobs, and that pisses me off. All right, we got a full hour of PFT Live still to come. When we return, we're going to take a closer look at the NFC West offseason. We'll be right back. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. 